I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm here today with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always tells us about the latest scams and how to avoid them. How are you doing, Vicki? I'm fine, Patty. Thank you. So the FBI is issuing multiple alerts about a scam they are calling the Phantom Hacker. So right in time for Halloween, a Phantom Hacker. And these alerts are being posted in many different cities around the United States. But the headline that caught my eye was one coming out of San Francisco. And this is what it said. The Phantom Hacker, FBI warns public of new financial scam. Boy, and we know that these scams travel. So if it's happening in San Francisco, I'm sure if it's not in Santa Barbara yet, it soon will be. What do we mean by that scary word, the phantom hacker? Good question. And Patty, we have actually shared some examples of what that is. So the scam is currently operating here, but this is how the FBI defines it. Scammers are impersonating technology, banking, and government officials in a complex ruse to convince an elderly victim that foreign hackers have infiltrated their financial account. The scammers then instruct the victim to immediately move their money to an alleged U.S. government account to protect their assets. Of course, Patty, in reality, there was never any foreign hacker, and the money is now fully controlled by the scammers. And Patty, some victims are losing their entire life savings. I know. That just breaks your heart. It's so terrible. And I know we recently did hear of a case like that where a woman was using her computer and then it went black and then Apple tech support appeared or came up. And I think that's how it started. That's exactly right. And the tech support people, the supposed tech support people, took over her computer and they told her that somebody was trying to hack into her account. And then they supposedly connected her bank, the fraud department in the bank, who told her that she needed to take the money out of her accounts and move it. And this woman lost $450,000 from her retirement account. That was just such a terrible, terrible story. If I recall, there was a lot of steps involved in the process. Yeah, it was very sophisticated. And this alert describes those steps, the alert from the FBI. So here's the first step. The scammer poses as somebody from a legitimate tech support company and contacts the victim either by text, email, or pop-up. He tells the victim to call a certain number for assistance because there's a problem with the victim's computer. Now, once the victim calls that number, the scammer gets the victim to give him remote access to the computer. He then pretends to run a virus scan and he falsely reports that somebody is trying to hack into their computer. Then he asks the victim to open up their financial records to see if there's been any unauthorized charges in their account. And the scammers, it's interesting, the scammers do this to see if there's enough money in those accounts to make the scam worth their while, which I thought was kind of interesting. So assuming there's enough money in their account to make the scam worth their while, he informs the victim that they're going to receive a phone call from the bank. And of course, the next step is, wouldn't you know it, the victim gets the phone call from the bank. Of course, it's not really the bank, it's somebody posing as the fraud department from the bank. 
and the bank tells the victim that their financial records have been accessed by a foreign hacker and that they need to move their money quickly to a safe third-party account. This scam is so sophisticated. And of course, if you believe you're speaking to your bank representative, you're going to follow their instructions. That's correct. And in our example that we had before, the victim that lost so much money, she honestly felt she was talking to the fraud department of her bank because the scammer knew her bank. So at that point, the victim is told to send the money either via wire transfer or cash or cryptocurrency, often to an overseas account. And they are told not to tell anyone why they are sending their money. This may take several transfers over days and sometimes weeks. So then we get to the final step. And in the final step, the victim is contacted by a scammer posing as somebody from the Federal Reserve or another government agency just to make it seem more legit. And if the scammer becomes suspicious at this point, they will get a letter or an official looking letterhead to legitimize the scam. Oh my goodness. It's just so convoluted, and yet I can see why people are falling for it. And with each authority figure that the victim talks to, the scammers are building trust and keeping the victim in a state of fear. I can imagine the losses from this must be huge. They are. According to the FBI, victims often suffer the loss of their entire banking, savings, retirement, and investment accounts. In other words, they are wiped out. Oh, gosh, that's just tragic. Does the FBI give any tips to protect ourselves from this scam? Yes, they did, Patty. And some of these tips, of course, we have talked about before. Don't respond to pop-ups, links sent by text or email attachments. Don't use the telephone number provided in any pop-up or text or email. Don't let any unknown person who contacts you download software on your computer. That's really critical. And never, ever give remote access of your computer to anyone that you don't know who just contacts you out of the blue. Remember that the United States government is never going to demand cryptocurrency, gift cards, or wire transfers, even under the pretext of saving your money from a hacker. And finally, the FBI tells us that if you've been targeted in this scam, please report to ic3.gov. And I've always wondered what they want to know if you do report. And here's what they're saying they want. If you file a complaint, give the names of the people that you spoke to, any contact information they gave you, phone numbers, addresses, wire transfer information, how they contacted you. Was it by pop-up? Was it by phone? Was it by text? And the name and address where the funds were sent. That's really great advice. And nobody wants to fall for this horrible scam. I really so feel for the people who have lost all of their life savings. So Vicki, after hearing about all the money that people are losing with this very sophisticated scam, I'm hoping you have some good news for us today. I actually do, Patty. And this came from the official website of the United States government. And here is the headline, ringleader sent to prison in nationwide fraud scheme targeting elderly victims. So the defendant in this case lived in the United States illegally, but he was working as a ringleader for the call center in India. And the call center specialized in tech support scams, kind of like the ones we've been talking about, where fraudsters trick victims into giving them remote access to their computers and bank account information. So exactly what we've been talking about. 
And in this particular instance, the victims were charged a fee for the so-called tech support that they were given, but they were later told that they were due a refund. The way the scammers gained access to the victim's bank account and their credit card accounts is they said, well, we have to refund this directly either to your credit card or into your bank account. So give us that information online so they can do that. Well, then they manipulated the accounts to make it look like the refund was way, way too much. And of course, the scammers demanded reimbursement of the overpayment. And this is the scary part. If the victims didn't pay, they were threatened with bodily harm. Oh my goodness. This scam also targeted elderly victims throughout the United States and elsewhere. And many of these victims were very, very traumatized, not only by the loss of the money, but by the threats. So we're glad that this ringleader is going to spend some time in federal prison. Ah, oh, that is really good news. And Vicki, I know that you get a lot of news from a lot of sources, a lot of tips, but we always like to talk to people who have been victimized themselves or near victimized. They can always either get advice for you or perhaps even be on Scam Squad to share their story. How would they get in touch with you? Yes, we'd love to have victims come forward or like you say, people that have often just nearly been victimized but caught it in time. My phone number is area code 805-568-2442. So that's 805-568-2442. And I do invite your calls. Thank you so much, Vicki. Until next week. Until next week, Patty. Okay. okay. Bye. You. 